0: All right, welcome back to another edition of the Throws Doc Podcast. I'm your doc, Dr. Charles Inferna, We're write scripts to cure your throwing ailments. Today we are recording on our way home from school. It is uh, Wednesday, June 28th, and um, if you've been listening, I guess, along the last few weeks and uh, been reading for even longer, uh, I've shared and and really discussed more of my thoughts about coaching and philosophy and and where and how, you know, I I have, I guess, acquired or started developing my own framework for coaching. And uh, last week I had a conversation, I had a call with uh, my publishing team with regard to getting this book off the ground with, uh, another round of edits, and they asked me to include more thoughts about my early athletic experiences at Fredonia, as well as coaching experiences. Now, in the initial manuscript that I shared to them, I think maybe, like, I don't know, 10 pages or so may have actually talked about Fredonia, uh, but from, more, from a more fictional perspective, not so much names and places, but uh, broader scope of conversations I had with people and, and uh, situations I experienced. And they said, no, I think we want more of what actually happened. So anyway, so this rewrite, it's been therapeutic for me. I don't know if others feel this way. When they put their thoughts down about things that happened to them, that when they look back on them, really have essentially, like, changed their whole life, right? Or put their life in a different trajectory than maybe they had initially anticipated from the get-go. And uh, in the broad overview of my thoughts about Fredonia, uh, it's been... It just felt comforting to share some of the good experiences that I had, um, how those experiences have shaped my coaching philosophy now, and in the same respects, things that happened that how they've shaped my coaching, well, negative things that have happened, how those have shaped my, my coaching experiences uh, today And I just finished uh, rewriting the section over the weekend of uh, basically I kind of clumped my freshman and sophomore years together because it really helped me understand and put into perspective what what I was part of as a member of the team and how I felt, we as athletes maybe should have like rose to the occasion more I guess than what we did so to clarify right um Fredonia excellent program track and field double decade of dominance I've talked about that but when I got to Fredonia is when the wheels started falling off the wagon if you will and I don't mind sharing that I've shared that in the past uh went from uh essentially 24 out of 25 SUNYAC Outdoor Championships in a row, or 24 out of 25, 20 in a row, to finishing third outdoor my freshman year and basically nonexistent my senior year, right? So, uh, but I think those, those early seasons helped shape my coaching philosophy now, even though I had no intention of ever coaching when I was a freshman, sophomore, junior, or even senior at, at Fredonia. And, um, and and I think it's important to share those experiences because there may be other coaches or other individuals out there, not even sports-related, right, that um, look back on a time of their life where they might feel that it was just in shambles or just not – going the way that they anticipated, and then kind of manifesting itself three, four, five years after the fact. Uh, I am convinced that if Coach Barr had never showed up at Fredonia, I would not be recording this podcast episode. I probably never would have got into coaching. But he, he flipped the switch for me that made me really think about how I could better be able to help people as a coach. Now, at the time, my perspective was as, as a teacher. So I was student teaching, and he was all about giving, 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 that um, when I made the decision to coach early on, that's what I thought I was doing. But it was really those, those first few seasons that really helped in perspective what I should do what I shouldn't do, what I want to do, and probably what shouldn't take place. And um, it's just, I don't know, it's just really difficult to to put a a, pinpoint or pinpoint the time of when it actually started coming together for me. Uh, I remember having a, a conversation with OG EZE, um, at Outdoor, <laughs> outdoor Student my sophomore year, and, uh, I said, you know, what do you, what do you think I need to do to get better? Like, and I was, I don't know what I was expecting, but after two years of, of him coaching me, uh, I thought there would be something more poetic and, uh, He just basically looked at me and said, you need to throw farther, Charlie. There's nothing much more I can do with you. (laughs) And I was like, okay, like, if she's a throw farther, not very constructive. Our junior year continued to spiral out of control. And, uh, you know, ultimately we found out mid-year that Coach OG wasn't going to be coming back for my senior year, so for our our group of of juniors at the time. So, at our junior year, we really had myself, Chris, and Greg were the only holdovers for my freshman year. So we were 12 freshman guys my freshman year to three of us left with Coach OG. And, uh, you know, he shared with us, um, after indoor Suniac, he wasn't going to be coming back. They didn't renew his contract, and, uh, it, it wasn't until then that I realized, like, how much he actually cared about track, how much he cared about us, uh, despite everything that I went through with him that you'll have to, uh, read about. I'm not going to share it here, uh... So you have to read about more detail, more specifics about, you know, what life was like with Coach OG as our coach. Um, that uh, I, I didn't want my athlete to ever feel the way I felt when he was sharing that with us. And his was non-voluntary, so it wasn't a conversation that he had with uh, – you know, that he was getting uh, a job someplace else or that he was, uh, you know, getting a promotion, going to a bigger school, or he was going to go work on a doctorate. It was just for whatever reason, uh, reasons that really didn't have anything to do with athletic performance, which I'm going to talk about in the club, that he, he wasn't coming back. So... I knew at that point that, you know, if I, if I need to do something, you know, you got to go all in, you got to be 100%, but that there's also going to be some, some type of expectation, some type of accountability that you're going to be, uh, you know, have to, have to speak to and speak about. And as a coach now, working with college athletes and even high school athletes, there is a lot out of our control, and I didn't realize then, how much was out of coach's control, right? Like, he had us for a few hours a day. We'd work out. Hopefully we got a good grade. And that was the end of it. We never had conversations about health, nutrition, being safe, taking care of yourself, anything like that. It was, uh, yeah, not, not too good. But um, I share that with you here in this episode of the Throat Doc Podcast, because as I guess anybody's kind of like meandering through life and like trying to figure out what, uh, you know, what their purpose is or what their mission or vision or their life goals are, uh, I encourage you to think back to a time where you know, you had an expectation for one thing, and things turned out totally different, right? Uh, and how that helped shape the course of, of your future. And hopefully it shaped for the better. If it hasn't, maybe the future hasn't come yet, or that part of your future hasn't come yet. But um, I I was, it was a. Uh, I guess a dark time, if you want to call it that, for me, as dark as I had ever
1: experienced
0: in my life, right? Uh, My parents were healthy, my grandparents were healthy, all four of my grandparents. Uh, So, losing Coach O'Gorman and, uh, like, realizing that something was taken away from him, that I... I don't know. I think was essentially out of out of his control, and uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Coach I don't know if Coach OG is ever going to listen to this, Coach Norman, uh, Well, I guess I'll I'll share it with him. I don't know if Coach OG is on social media. I don't think he is, but uh, Coach, you know, I just want to share how how much of a you know positive influence he were on me. Uh, how you were always straightforward and honest. And I only chuckle about that because of the conversations we used to have in your office early in the morning when I should have been in class, when you kicked me out of your office so I could go to class, uh, when I was having emotional breakdowns at me and crying uncontrollably and just trying to figure out why in the world I couldn't throw a car. And uh, with your wise words of encouragement, simply tell me throw farther Charlie uh, coach I love you I wish our, our story at Ferdonio would have uh, gone a little differently maybe uh, a happier ending than what, what we had uh, at Outdoors UNIAC's my my junior year I don't know if you remember but I certainly remember at least the bus ride home and, uh, and the such. But, um, you know, thank you for everything. Thank you for uh, helping me become the coach that I am. Uh, I don't think I'd be as good of a coach if it wasn't for you and the conversations that we had and that, uh, you know, by you sharing that you believed in me you thought that I could achieve great things. I like did sophomore year, well, at the end of freshman year anyway, uh, that it might not have, you know, come to fruition. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of the Gross uh, Doc Podcast. I'm your doc, Dr. Charles Inferno. and have a great day.